Welcome to the SIFT Podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology, where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 40 on the SIFT Podcast. And guys, today marks the 40th episode on the SIFT Podcast, and I'm really, really grateful for the kind of support you guys have shown us, for those who've been there since day one and those who've joined in, I'm uh, really, really grateful for the support you guys have given us and we are always ready and prepared to give you guys more value and go on as much as possible, as far as possible. And before we do our episode 40, now we would like to honor and um, appreciate the life of uh, Kobe Bryant, a, a legend NBA uh, player from uh, Los Angeles. And um, also one of the, you know, I, you know, the way I knew Kobe Bryant was when I was younger, you know, I used to play a lot of um, NBA street on the PlayStation. And I would not say I was really a fan of him, but when it came to playing NBA, I used to, uh, use either, you know, Kobe Bryant or Allen Iverson or recently LeBron James. And since I'm not an NBA fan, however, uh, I did watch a couple of his interviews and him talking about the kind of obsession he had for his NBA career, starting off at when he was, I think, 13 or 9 how obsessed he was and like how much work he will put into it and like he will always work on his weaknesses and not necessarily on his strengths and how you know he had this work ethic that uh, is to be admired like he put in a lot of work in a lot of what he did and um, something I really admire in, in, in a person and something I really admired in him I was not into basketball. Basketball is not really my game, but like as a person, I really admire the kind of obsession, the kind of work he put in what he wanted. And you know, the kind of attitude where like you focus mainly on what you do and you don't really necessarily care of on what other people think. It's something I really admire in him. So yeah, it's good that we've mentioned that. Um, our condolences to the family and friends and... Yeah, now to get back on to episode 40, um, something that I really wanted to share with you guys on the 40th episode, and that is on studying business, university. Now, the question comes, because it's something that I've had conversations with uh, quite a few people. I also had the conversation like or the thought with myself as well, and... Uh, Something that it's being talked of quite a lot, and that is, is university really necessary? Is it really necessary to get a degree? Um, now, I'm primarily going to focus on business and not other courses, because I believe when it comes to university, um, if you're studying to become a doctor, then you probably should go to university. If you're studying to become an engineer, in, engineer, you should probably go to university if you're studying to become a teacher. <sighs> Not so sure. Um, but now if you're studying uh, business, but now you're studying business, you know there are two sides of the coin. If you're studying business to become 
employed, then probably university is a very good route to take. But if you're studying business to start your own business, then I'm not really convinced as of now that university is quite doing the correct, um, using the correct methodologies when it comes to providing us with skills. Because listen, guys, and this is not like, disclaimer, this is not like to, to you know, um, give you guys a reason maybe to not go to university or to drop out from university. No, no, no. This is just to give you guys my my perspective when it comes to university and when it comes to business and the way i look at it is i'll take an example of myself because now like um i'm studying financial and business economics currently in my final year and um at the at the very last stage i started for i started specializing in marketing digital marketing and entrepreneurship uh because it's something i really was or i'm interested in uh, and we had like three ways of specializing. Either you go to marketing or you go to finance or you go to something else. I think banking or something of this. I don't know. But um, I went to marketing and specialized in marketing, digital marketing and um, entrepreneurship. But one problem I really and I know maybe some of you might say, yeah, you know, it's just a bachelor's degree. You don't actually get a lot. And that's my point. Like. You know, like, for example, we did digital marketing and where we learned about, you know, this kind of uh, search engine optimization, search engine marketing, um, how to do marketing campaigns. But the problem was, or the problem I had was, it was only purely theoretical. Like, we only learned the definition and, like, disadvantages and advantages, and that's it. And you can tell someone, like, I know how to do SEO because, you know, I did SEO in campus. No, there's no SEO you did in campus. You only did the definition and the pros and cons of using SEO and, like, what kind of metrics is supposed to be tracking. But we were never really taught how to do SEO. And it's something that uh, I had a problem with or still have a problem with, like, when it comes to university because I had now to go outside my way and, like, find out and like learn on my own and that's a good thing that uh, I, I'm usually able to learn things on my own and by myself and learn how to do them on my own like without like disregarding what I did on campus and now looking for what is relevant and like trying to get the relevant skills to now put that into practice because now if you're learning the definition and pros and cons that's not a skill. That's anything that even a four-year-old can memorize and regurgitate. Like it's that it's not even it's not even necessary. Or like for example, um, still on for example, entrepreneurship. Yes, we did entrepreneurship. I really love the course. Um, I was also one of the best in my class. But then again, um, like it was purely based on theory like there's no there's no skill kind of that you get from it because one of the reasons i was also like one of the best in my class when it came to entrepreneurship was primarily based on my prior experience uh going into entrepreneurship and understanding how it works and also me watching a lot of 
Shark Tank and Dragon's Den and a question comes and then I'm like, I I can like I can answer the exam for from a TV series on business. Like it's doesn't it doesn't even make sense. Like I don't know, like it I found it like unnecessary because like there's nothing like new we learned or like nothing that was relevant. Yes, it's just theory and yes, it's difficult to make it practical. But I believe like when it comes to business, you can only learn in the industry or learn learning by doing it. Like you can't really learn stuff from a class and then you're like, I'm going to start my company and uh, it's going to deal with A, B, C and D. And then you expect to be successful because the thing is, you might have all the best grades you want, but things things in reality tend to be different. Like, that's the kind of experience that I made when I ventured into entrepreneurship and trying out new things, that things are very different. It's not, it's not necessarily the same. And the way that our education system is structured around business, I don't necessarily think it's doing a good job. Yeah, there might be maybe a couple of universities out there that maybe are doing a good job in the way they teach business and in the way that they make it quite practical for the students to be able to understand on how they can implement or exploit the kind of skills and the knowledge that they've got they've gathered from university and use it in real life but for the most cases it's usually just reading for an exam which in my opinion doesn't really matter in like it just doesn't like i don't know maybe it's a mindset shift that maybe I have to give you give some of you so that you see things from my perspective. Well, I'm, I'm looking at things from both sides of the coin because now if you want to become an employee, then universe is doing a really, really good job. Like it's, you know, you learn accounting, you learn how to, you know, I don't know, like employee stuff. I don't know. Like you learn how to take orders and, uh, work in a very structured structured kind of way but then when it comes to you now wanting to become an employer or starting your own business then there's this you know it, you don't really get the necessary skills yes you do get some knowledge yes you do get to understand um some terminology industry terminologies and understand how things work on paper but you know Things in reality tend to be quite different. You know, not many people talk about this because, you know, when it comes to business, yes, it's the business side of things where you have to be knowledgeable of your industry, you have to know the ins and ins and outs. But at the same time, there's the psychological side of things whereby you need to, and no one will ever teach you this because now if you want to venture out on your own, you need to learn, for example, the art of negotiation. How do you negotiate a deal with someone? And like learning how to distance your emotion from your business the way you will distance your the business liabilities from yourself you know when you when you register your business as a limited liability you know the liability of the business are on on the business are not on you and the same thing now to do that with your emotion being able to distance yourself from or distance your emotion from your business it's not something really that anyone will talk to you about talk to you about it and it's the same with trading you know we we do learn uh, we do study finance in school I, did, I I also did finance in my third semester 
which by the way you know i don't know like i we we ne- didn't necessarily learn what is um relevant i would say like we we did learn you know like a definition of a few stuffs you know what are stocks what are bonds you know kind of types of securities and all that and like how to calculate um, or how to do stock valuation which is necessary which is okay which is um good and might be important in one way or the other but now like if you want to go into trading doesn't really help like doesn't really help like i don't know um i mean it's good to have the knowledge i'm not um i'm not against having the knowledge and it might come in handy in one way or the other but when it comes to trading for example and let's say you want to become more i don't know you want to become a trader and all that studying finance won't necessarily give you the doesn't like it doesn't give you any edge over anyone else like you don't have some sort of leverage over the industry or like it doesn't make you special yes you become it becomes like when you now start learning how to trade it becomes quite easy because you know you understand the terminologies and maybe how the market works but you still need to learn again like you have to okay like you have to start all over again but then the problem comes is no one will teach you the psychological side of things where you have to keep your mind um you have to keep your mind straight like no one will teach you that that part of trading and you won't get that from a classroom and guys just to make you guys understand like i don't really necessarily have a problem with the with the whole education system i usually i, I have a problem with the, the way education is structured around business and uh if you check the statistics we have like 90% failure rate when it comes to startup companies i know these are guys who have done their mbas you know their masters their phd's and they go out there and this you know they gather up uh, a good venture team and you know maybe with other guys who have done maybe the bachelor's the masters in business and all that but there's a 90% failure rate and just this just talks to you know how university has failed when it comes to producing um producing employers or like the necessary skills providing us with the necessary skills and tools to be able to venture into new business ideas and then now we have a lot of you know this movement of everyone wants to become the next Mark Zuckerberg or the next Elon Musk which is not uh which is not a bad thing i mean we are in an era where technology is changing quite quickly and you know the whole um population and the whole there's a whole there's a lot of different trends in different industries and in different countries and all that so there's a big shift that's going on in our era so i don't think it's a problem if everyone wants to become a Zuckerberg or Elon Musk but then again how many what's the probability of you becoming the next zuckerberg or elon musk and the reason i have a problem with this is because of the fact that you know sometimes we think too big and it's it's, it's a conversation i was having with someone uh, on campus where by 
you know, I will listen to them. And then this, this guy was like, no, I want to do, you know, something this big. But then I'm like, just, you know, you can do something like a simple business idea where like you don't need to overcomplicate things. But now you listen to someone and they're like, they want to do really something big, which is good. I'm not against that. But then it worries me at the same time because now no one is thinking about being simple and doing simple businesses. Everyone is thinking about, because for the most people I've talked to on campus who are into business and into starting their own thing, it's only a few that have listened to their idea and like get the concept that, you know, they have a simple idea, business idea that they could explain to you their business within within one sentence. But then now I have the majority where they will tell me about they want to do this crazy stuff, you know, this Elon Musk, uh, Steve Jobs, and uh, Zuckerberg kind of um, business ideas. And it's not a problem, but what are the probability, what's the... What's the probability of you becoming the next Mark Zuckerberg? And like, are you even ready to put in the work? Because like, if you understand the kind of work Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or Steve Jobs put in their work or uh, Bill Gates, and um, if you really understand the kind of work they put in their work, the kind of effort they put in their work, and then you will understand why it becomes very your chances that becomes very 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 slim and it's the same with the late kobe Bryant. you know he talked about how much work and effort like he put in for the game and like he will get injured he will have a hamstring but still you know push on and play and he was asked like like didn't you feel the pain like you know when you have a hamstring you know it's you have a pull tendon and most players would usually, you know, miss the game, go for surgery. But he was like, if you love the game, at that point, it doesn't even matter. And he gave an example of if you're at home and you're, you know, you have a hamstring, you can't really walk. And then fire breaks out and your kids are upstairs and your wife is somewhere else. You will start running, pick your kids, get your wife. And it won't even really matter that you had a hamstring. And that's the kind of mindset I, I really loved about this guy. So coming back to the topic on university, do I think it's worthless? No. But then again, uh, if you want to venture into business, you have to become more like, yes, you can study business, but then I will advise you to become a bit more practical because not necessarily what you learn might be enough for you to start, you start a company or a business because when if you want to start a business or a company, you need to develop the skills actually and it's learning by doing like some things you 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 can't just learn in a in a classroom you, you can't you can't just read about swimming and become a good swimmer you have to get in the pool like you just have to do it and you know one thing we live by its process of outcome you just have to get into the process not focus too much on the outcome get, focus more on getting the process right and enjoying your process and loving that. And it's also one thing that Gary Vaynerchuk focuses on and emphasizes on quite so often. And it's something that I wish that most of us could focus on. Just process over outcome. Just focus on your process. 
It doesn't matter. You know, once you focus on your process, the outcome, the outcome will come. And that's how, you know, that's how a lot of people are able to achieve what they what they've been able to achieve in life because you know they put in the work. And that's how even luck works. If you believe in getting lucky, now you won't get lucky by sitting and doing nothing and um not putting in the work. But now if you put in the work, at some point luck might come on to you. But if you don't provide luck with the opportunity to come towards you, then nothing else will happen. And that's the thing. And um as much as I would like you guys to be able to or encourage you guys to be to always think big in terms of thinking towards the future and thinking thinking about you know projects or things bigger than yourselves. At the same time, I want you guys to embrace you know process of outcome, man. It's process over outcome. So, guys, thank you for being part of the SIFT community. Thank you for being part of the SIFT podcast. See you on episode 41. Thank you, guys. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember, guys, it's process over outcome.